Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house, Debo in the house. Kind of New Year's Eve edition, but yep. also Victory Tuesday. I mean, I'm just, I'm almost getting sick and tired of these Victory Tuesdays. It's oh, almost like it's, you know, stop it, stop it. Oh, you know, I don't even know what to do now. But I, listen, the reality is, and we'll get to this in a minute. The feeling I had last night was incredible. I can imagine. Um, but let's talk about the beers. What are you drinking, D? I am from the uh, Burlington Beer Company in Vermont. A New Zealand IPA called Time of the Chimpanzee. Got a little monkey. Doing that is it. slick. It's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool can. Yeah. Um, I will say that they have some fantastic cans at uh, Burlington Beer Company. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I am, I'm, I'm finishing the year where I started. Progression Brewery. I like it. Connect the dots. Probably one of my favorite beers out there. You know, the lighting isn't as good now, but the color is off the chains. I'll tell you, I, I enjoyed three or four of those on Christmas Day. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that beer is where it needs to be. And where the NFL needs to be is a Super Bowl with Green Bay and Buffalo. I'm just going to say that just for the for the fun of it. But, like, I know that's going to freak you out. But let's talk about Victory Tuesday. The Packers, Snowy Lambo, just like you you want it to be. Take care of business. Well, I mean, I think I think we see why Green Bay wants this uh, number one seed, home field advantage. This slowed down Tennessee in ways, except for when Ryan Tannehill decided to go 45 yards to the house. But <laughs> when we're there like that, this shows why. I mean, they slowed Henry down. I know 98 yards doesn't seem like slowing him down, but for him, it was on like 23 carries. So that is a great job out of the Packer defense. Everyone's going to say, well, it snowed. That's why. Well, they adapted. That's why it's home right. field advantage. Um, so I'll tell you what, A.J. Dillon did not look like he was slowed by the snow. He was rolling. Right. You know, about time he got his chance. I tweeted out during the game, and he, he's about to cost Aaron Jones some money, at least with the Packers. Um, 124, two touchdowns. I'll tell you what. I, I think that an Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon backfield is going to be pretty money in the playoffs, and I think – you have the speed and you have the guy that can end a game the way Derrick Henry does. I'm not saying he's Derrick Henry, but he has the ability to really uh, to, to help the Packers out um, uh, in the playoffs because that's what you need, a running game and defense and might have a bigger running game now. You know, he's got to work on his Lambo leaps. He had to get helped up the second time, but, you know, not as important. And I know I here's something. Devonte Adams, one forty-two, three touchdowns. Just keep doing it. <laughs> I don't know if there's a better duo in the league. Granted, I know you're going to have something to say about it because Rodgers and Adams, they just have this thing going on. But they, you know, there's a bromance brewing in uh, in Buffalo, and it's been going all year. So, it'd be interesting to hear what you have to say about Diggs and Allen. Um, and, and I can't wait. Next week, heading to Soldier Field, playing the Bears. There it is going for the number one seed and their Chicago needs a win to get to that number seven seed. So, you know, clinch that number one and knock Chicago out. I, that would be absolutely money on top. So bring, get, get that number one seed and you see what we can do. 40 to 14 against an offense like that is fantastic. Looking forward to it. Yeah, no, you guys handled your business and, and it would be fantastic to finish out the season by kicking the Bears out of the playoffs. One, one thing I would love to say, though, is um, you were right. 
about Derrick Henry not getting to 2,000 yards. Because You know, semantics, man. I mean, it, here, that was always, to me, that was always a long shot. But, yeah, I mean, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, now he needs something like 220. So, which can be done. I mean, it, it can be done, but you know, they are I don't know. Houston. Yeah, who are they playing? Houston. So it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. They're not very good. Yeah, man. I'm gonna say this. Like I said at the top, last night felt really good. Like really, really good. Because it's been a long time that the Patriots have been beating the crap out of the Bills, and being a Bills fan in in, in Massachusetts. You get dumped on year after year. Like New England fans won't say it, but they they love to dump. And to sweep them this year and to basically play what amounted to a JV squad last night, I mean, they weren't even trying. And like, I mean, that those first two drives, the scored points, that's great. Cam had a nice run, but after that, it was over. Yeah. And like, they're not good. And I don't know that they're going to be good anytime soon. I know, I know people think they'll be back next year. There's not a lot of talent on that team. And even if they go out and they get a quarterback, and, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, if they go out and get a quarterback, who's that quarterback throwing to? Because ain't nobody on that team can catch. And yeah, they've got some running backs, but their defense also isn't very good. So all I'm going to say is this. Josh Allen, single season record for touchdowns. I think he's about to break the season record for uh, for touch or for yards. Diggs is breaking all the records. To your point about Devonta Adams and, and and Aaron Rodgers, they should be this good. They've been playing together for years. Yep. Allen and Diggs have been doing this for a couple of months, and they are ridiculous. Like Stefan Diggs is out of out of bounds. Like that guy is not real life, and it's weird because he's not a big dude either. No, he looks like a slot receiver. But he's not a slot receiver, and nobody can keep up with him, and nobody can cover him. And I don't know. I'm just really glad he's on the Bills. Here's what I'll say: they're, they're second or third seed. They're they're AFC East champs. I I I'm just ha- like I, there's nothing else for me to say. This is exactly like this. This couldn't have been better. This this year couldn't have been scripted better. At the end of the day, I'm just super pumped about what happened, and the reality is. This is a team that's going to playoffs for the second straight year. Their offense is pretty much unstoppable right now. I know there were a lot of comps to the Chiefs last night, and and re- the reality is, it, it, rightfully so. I mean, Josh Allen is doing whatever he wants as a quarterback right now, and the running game is enough to keep them moving down the field, and the defense keeps playing better. And, and I know that was a bad New England team last night, but they made Cam Newton feel the heat, and that run that he had that he scored a touchdown, he had a great run, but they almost had him for a sack. So, like – Everything's clicking right now. I want them to rest everybody. Part of me doesn't even care about Miami next week because we're already in the playoffs. I know that they'll, they'll go out and they'll try to win that game, but I just don't want anybody to get hurt because we're this close to going into the playoffs with a really healthy team and a chance to do some damage. Healthy team for the first time this year, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. They're in a good place right now. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy to think like how he was wasted in Minnesota how maybe Thielen's being wasted in Minnesota and how Jefferson might not live up to what he could be just based off what he's seen, just because when you don't have a quarterback, I'm sorry, Kirk Cousins is good. He's, but he's not going to be a, you know, a a fantastic quarterback. That's going to win you a Super Bowl. I can see Josh Allen winning a Super Bowl. 
He's cooking right now, Doc. He is there. There is so much confidence in him right now. Uh, yeah, he's just playing out of his mind. And to think he was literally last in completion percentage the first two years of his career, and now he's up near seventy percent. Can't say enough about it. All right, let's stop with the bromance with the the Bills and the Packers. We know where we stand. Let's talk about um, the NFL a little bit. I want to start with this. Jared Goff out thumb surgery will be available if they make the playoffs. Do they even make the playoffs? Well, from what I see, it looks like cup is on the COVID list. So yep. they have him for a receiver, man. Who are they playing this week? Cardinals to make a break for both. So, so whoever wins that game goes to the playoffs. Probably. Yes. It, or no, it sounds like if Arizona loses, Chicago makes it no matter what they do. But if Arizona wins, Arizona and LA go, which is weird, but I, I I don't know. I think I think the I think the Rams might miss if they if they lose. That's what I think. I'm not 100 percent sure, but here's the deal. Yeah, you're right. Golf is out. Cup is out. With he's on the COVID list. Henderson went to the IR. I know he's fallen behind in the running back list the last couple of weeks, but the reality is he's still a good back for them. They have a rookie quarterback. I have it pulled up here. Los Angeles can clinch a playoff berth with a win or a Chicago loss. Okay. So so they lose and, you know, again, we're assuming the Packers beat the Bears, but, like, what a tough time to lose your, your starting quarterback. And let's just say it, like, Blake Bortles, they just signed him, that he's going to be your quarterback. I, I just – I don't know. This is – what I mean, a tough – what a tough loss for them. Arizona's struggling, you know, I, I you know, Rams. Yeah, Kyler Murray might not play. Who knows? Leg injury, yep. Um, Rams, Cardinals, Cleveland, they're trying not to make the playoffs here. I mean, Cleveland, I get it. They had four receivers that were, you know, starting receivers that weren't there. But you got to beat the Jets. But, but, but they were there because not there because of COVID, right? No, they were there. They were, it was because of COVID, yeah. Right, that's my point. Like, you, your team's fight, fighting for a playoff spot. Stay at home. It's almost that. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I mean, we, we had this discussion with Haskins last week, and now he's going to have to stay home because, or he's just going to be back at the strip club because that's all he's going to do because he has plenty of time for it now that he got cut by the Washington football team. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit, man. What? Well, we, let's talk about it right now. That, 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 that escalated. Boy, that escalated quickly. Well, I mean, he should have been cut after he was caught there at the strip club, but I think they didn't have a better option at quarterback um, for this week, which is – terrifying because if you saw what he did on the field like his defense gave him a chance three times I think he one interception on the first pass right after the, the a turnover and then you know a couple more turnovers it, the Redskins I'm sorry the Washington football team should have won that game well I'll say this it was just a year ago that he was playing halfway decent and people thought he might actually have a future in the NFL right mm -hmm. he was not necessarily living up to his draft spot but he was playing like a guy who had an upward trajectory clearly not too many people in that organization wanted him um and it didn't take long for it to all fall apart now obviously you hope the guy lands on his feet we were saying earlier this year that the guy should be getting his his shot i think we were saying that because of the fact that he's a high draft pick and because last year he showed at least enough to to at least keep him in the conversation we, we wondered why why they brought in Allen 
to be the quarterback when clearly they had this rookie that they should have gone with. Now we know why. Right. I mean, I know the strip club thing's a bad look, but like how many, how many people got COVID this year for doing something similar that didn't get caught like that? Like, I I mean, again, he got caught, so that's on him, but like, I mean, again, I just saw the Ravens got fined 250 K for, for their COVID stuff. Like, they are still doing the things that are wrong and the NFL made every excuse for them. And now they're about to be a playoff team. Right. It's just like this year screwed up. And I, I do feel bad for Haskins, but to your point, when he got on the field, he didn't handle his business. I mean, he's going to get another shot. How many shots did Terrell Pryor get to be a quarterback? I mean, you're looking at pretty much the same guy. So, I mean, maybe. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But I mean, it, he's going to have to change mentally and figure out if he, he wants to be in football or, you know, or not. And honestly, I think he's got to go to a place where a coach is going to work with him. I don't think I don't think this coaching staff wanted him from the start. And I don't think they were willing to 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 give him the space and time. Uh, this is just my assumption right. to, to be to be. You had Allen, you had Smith on, on the roster. They clearly wanted those guys to play above him. When those guys were healthy, they played above him. And it was a, a little over a year ago, this guy was drafted to be the future of the franchise. Now, I know, like I said, I was reading this week that not a lot of people in the organization wanted him. It was Snyder's call. Snyder's a clown. But he also, again, was playing halfway decent. Right. At the end of the season last year, a new regime comes in, and he's kind of kicked to the curb. And now he actually is on the curb. And right. so you hope that whoever picks him up gives him an opportunity to figure stuff out. Again, he's not going to be a starter, nope. um, but but he's going to have to earn his way back. And, and unfortunately, this is probably the end of his NFL career, like, honestly, but, like, who knows? No doubt. Also, like, weird that Washington football team is also playing for a, a playoff berth this week. Like, that's also crazy. So let's talk about that. So you got <laughs> your, your Philadelphia Eagles, who you picked at the beginning of the season to win the division, finally eliminated with a what? Five win season so far. Yeah, not great. So you have Cowboys versus Giants, and you have Washington versus Philly. Washington wins; they win the division. If they lose, whoever wins that Dallas New York game wins the division. Who do you got? I got. I gotta go Giants. That's that's who I picked halfway through the season to win the division. That was one of my one of my one of my uh, you know my my blow ups for the middle of the season. I'm going Giants. I think they probably have the least amount of chance of doing it. The Cowboys seem to be playing pretty good football, yeah. and 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 the Washington football team. If Alex Smith is able to go, if he's healthy, they have a shot again. We're talking about crappy football here. Like we're yeah. we're not talking about good football here. We're talking about a team that's going to get in, and there's going to be a some nine ten win team that doesn't get into the playoffs. Um, but it is what it is. So I'm going yeah. Giants because I got it. Yeah, I mean. I worry about Alex Smith, even if he gets in. I, I know, you know, he he's had the great comeback story, but I mean, his leg, he's obviously got some some problems with that. Um, and I don't know, Dallas seems to be rolling right now. Washington's defense will keep them in the game against uh, the Eagles. So if, if they can get anything out of Smith and McLaurin, if he can break break one, I, I want to see them do it. I don't know why. I I, I'm, I picked Dallas at the beginning of the season, but for some reason I want, I just want to see the Washington football team do it. Not, well, I not- think Dallas, I think Dallas would have clearly run away with this division had they had their quarterback. I do think that I know that, that they haven't played as well as they could have, but like, 
I personally don't want to see the Washington football team do anything because Dan Snyder is a, a piece of shit. And, and even though it's a feel good story for Alex Smith to get back to the playoffs, like that guy, I just, that guy getting any type of, of, of success in this moment would just piss me off. I think the giants are a feel good story. New coach. I think the Cowboys overcoming the loss of Dak would be a good story, but like, you know, know Washington. I mean, again, they're the Washington football team. They like they they don't even have a they don't even have a nickname, bro. Like they're they're a clown franchise right now. That's not the players' fault. No, it's not the players' fault. But you know what? Your owner is your owner, and he's a piece of shit. So that's where I'm at. At least you don't feel um, about it. What? I mean, I know the. I mean, you mentioned this earlier. I know the Browns were down players to the jets but the jets stink are the jets good j-e-t-s we're good now is that it adam gase is he real did he just save his job well, so here, here's i have so many questions so before I mean, we'll, we'll talk jets but I, I gotta talk about this cleveland situation you're down four players in in the wide receiving core you have nick chubb and kareem hunt and baker mayfield threw 53 times what happened? Was Adam Gase out there trying to run the offense? Like, I mean, I'm sure the Jets put eight in the box, right? I assume. Yeah. Right? I mean, I didn't watch any of the game, but I assume they put eight in the box. To your point, though, you put both of them in the backfield. They both do wheel routes, and some linebacker has to keep up with them. But what but I'm saying is, like, I think at one point late in the third quarter, Chubb only had five carries for, like, 12 yards. Like, I don't know. That's not, that's not winning football. That's not what the Browns have been doing all season. No, they've gone against seven and eight man fronts that, that there were good teams, not the jets. I'm sorry. Like obviously the jets have beat two playoff caliber teams in the Rams and the Browns in the last two weeks, which is absolutely, as you would say, banana land. Like I, I don't, I, I I'll say this. If the Browns don't make the playoffs, like, you, you got to go back to those folks that messed around and got COVID and light them on fire because wasn't it con- this wasn't it, wasn't it close contact and it was just found late. It wasn't actually. Yeah. Well, I'm not a hundred percent about it, but and then there's close contact. Yes. Right. But like you're again, a bum franchise that has worked itself all the way back got third head coach in three years, been the laughing stock of the league for quite some time. You're on the verge of making the playoffs and y'all get COVID and lose to the Jets. And I'm sorry, like you lose to the Jets and the Mason Rudolph led Steelers. Maybe you, maybe don't deserve to be a good team. And you, it's crazy because you know, Cleveland was literally, if they, if they pulled that game up, which they almost did, they, they started to come back. They were one half of football of the Steelers game continuing as the first half away from playing for the division title next week. Also, like, let's talk about the Steelers. What the hell? Like, they looked like they were they were dead yeah. man walking for the last two weeks. Two, and then the first half, they're dead man walking. Then all of a sudden, Ben's throwing bombs. Yeah. Well, I mean, they like, had- did, 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 did the, the injection in his arm finally kick in? And all yeah. of a sudden, he was... They haven't been doing that most of the season. They haven't been throwing. No. They, they do a lot of short passes. And, you know, maybe it's because, you know, they worry about the pass drops. But, I mean, at that point, you got to start doing it, right? Because, I mean. Well, that Deontay Johnson catch was off the chains in the end zone. Crazy because this guy will catch, will, will, will end the ball <laughs> with the best of them. 
He'll drop the one that's right here, and he will Odell yeah. it from behind. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, if that offense gets going again and then they can get – I think they said something about Bud Dupree has a chance to play. I mean, that would help. I mean, they're, 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 they're going to rest everybody. They're gonna, they don't care if they win or lose. And, like, the reality is they know that they've got to go through, you know, some pretty heavy hitters to get to where they need to be. I mean, they're the number two or number three, right? So no matter what, they're playing Buffalo. What doesn't matter, right? If there's, if there's no no fans in the stadium, I know Buffalo has been talking about like, that there's a possibility. Yeah, maybe some in New York, but 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 I even mean, still, if you put a couple hundred thousand people in the stands, it's not gonna make a difference, right? It's not gonna make a huge difference. I yeah, I I I think I saw I heard something last night that six teams had the opportunity to lock in their playoff spot yesterday, and none did. And I'm just, I just feel bad for the Browns. I feel bad for their fans as a Bills fan. Like it's been a long time coming that we get to this spot. I feel like the Browns are in the same spot. They, they looked dead in the water early this year. You bet you were clowning Baker Mayfield from, for, for the first half of the year and he deserved rightfully so deserved it, but they've come on and they were playing really good football. And, and this loss of the jets could be the, the end of the season for them. Like they don't, I mean, again, to your point, Mason Rudolph's the quarterback at, it, it was a year ago that Mason Rudolph was the future of the Steelers until he almost got killed by Miles Garrett. But that, you know, like <laughs> it, it again, funny how, how much a year makes the difference, but like, it's just kind of wild. I want to ask you a question before we get out of this. Yeah. That I read something today that uh, Kyle Shanahan believes that Jimmy Garoppolo will be his quarterback next year, which I think he will be. I, I think he will. It's like $25 million or something he's owed. There are going to be some really good quarterbacks that are going to potentially be available next year. Um, who do you think is the Patriots quarterback? Is it is the money on a a rookie or is it on the, the field, which is, you know, potentially Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, uh, Matt Stafford maybe? Like there's some good quarterbacks that are going to be probably putting on a different jersey next year. I, maybe not just the Patriots, but it's just uh, just a weird thing where like some potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks could all be free agents. Yeah, uh, who's going to be the Patriots quarterback? Man, um, I, I, I only say that because I think it's going to be Jimmy G. I think there's going to a reunion brewing. You think so? I don't. I think know. I think Bill's going to get the guy that he always wanted to lead the team. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I, it, it should be. It's going to be a weird, fun offseason. Um, I know this. Uh, they Cam say, Newton will be available. They say that the, um, <laughs> the, the the quarterback draft class is very strong this year. So, I mean, I know we just had I mean, I don't know how much stronger it could be with Burrow and. Yeah. And, Tua and Her uh, Herbert. Right. Love, obviously. And. <laughs> <laughs> and but, Sam Darnold, he's in his rookie season, right? Like that's true. like this is his this is the end of his rookie deal, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I think Darnold could use a, a an offensive coordinator like a, a Josh McDaniel. Um, even Matt Ryan could um, be really good with that. I, I can't see the Falcons not bringing Ryan back for one more year. I mean, I, I looked at a mock draft yesterday that has them taking a quarterback in that first round. I mean, they're going to have a top five, top six pick. That doesn't mean they can't keep Ryan. No, it doesn't mean it, but I think they're going to have a new new head coach, new GM. 
Matt Ryan's, you know, again, I, I think I'm with you. I think it's crazy to let him go, but like some guy comes in and wants to start his own thing. It could be a situation That's much fair. like what happened in Carolina where like, in theory, everybody thought like, Oh, they'll just bring cam back. And, and rule was like, nah, I'm going to take Teddy Bridgewater. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that and go. Yeah. And as while we're asking questions, what do you think of this, uh, this closer role for Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick isn't that that's that's it's it's like the fact that Tua isn't getting mentally sabotaged by that because there's some people that would be like really you're not gonna let me finish this game out but like uh, did you watch any of that game no like he was throwing dinks and dunks he had like 80 yards you're not going to win games like that, not in the playoffs either. So get us no. And I think, you know, that's exactly what you want your backup quarterback to be able to do is, okay, our starter's struggling. Let's go get a spark. I mean, we saw it long time ago in the Bills run to the four Super Bowls when Frank Wright came in. Like, that's what you want. Yeah, but he, was, he wasn't coming in at the end of the game. I mean, in terms of like this, this – this closer thing again i'm my confidence is not with fitzpatrick i that guy burned me enough over the years and, and that's personal or that's just because of his experience on the bills like he's a great guy he's not a bad quarterback but he's bound to, to make mistakes and if that's the guy you want to be your closer like there's a good chance he might not close it right you know um but the miami dolphins are playing good it's weird to, to see the bills and dolphins back on top of the afc east Right. Like that was the 90s. That was that was how that's how the early 90s. How it was. It was Marino. It was Kelly. And now it's Allen and, and the two and the two headed monster of Tua and Fitzpatrick, I guess. I mean, I did. I did read something that was pretty crazy was um, this was the first time the, a Patriots team in the Bill Belichick era has ever has been swept in the AFC East. Like that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And we could go six and zero in the division next week, which is banana lands. It's just, it, it's just crazy. That's gonna win. It's you just crazy. Game. All right, let's talk about crazy. We're gonna switch to baseball because what the San Diego Padres are doing right now is crazy. They they are going to have a squad next year and for the years to come because they just traded for Blake Snow. Yep. They traded for you, Darvish. See? They signed Ha Seung Kim from the KBO. I hear that. Who who might not have a position because they already got a squad on the infield. Yep. They still have Fernando Tatis Jr., still have Manny Machado, still have a really good pitching squad. And still a top five farm in baseball after all those trades. Which is insanity, which means that they've been getting rid of players on the regular and stacking this farm system up. Um, one thing, I mean, you called them San Diego. Last year they were Slam Diego. Are they going to be called Shutout Diego? Like, this is going to be well, crazy. And the crazy thing is they're, they're not even going to have Mike Clevenger, who they traded for last year, because he's out for the year. But when that guy comes back in 2022, their pitching is going to – I mean, Snell's on a great deal. Darvish can still go like they got, they got weapons all over the, like they, I mean, banana land, man. They're, 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 they should be really good. I mean, but I guess this is what you have to do when you play in a division with the Dodgers who are perennial 
top of the division, top of the NL, just won the World Series. Like, you got to go for broke. And A.J. Preller, who's their GM, has been stashing these assets, making all these deals, and now he's all in. Like, the whole Major League Baseball offseason has been quiet, except for the except for the Padres, who are just all in. They are going for it. And I – like, again, if you're a fan of the Padres, you got to be pumped right now because this is what you want to see your team do. If we're good, let's go for it. And, again, Eric Hosmer – Manny Machado, people were like, why are they signing with the Padres? It looks really good now. It looks fantastic now. Yeah, I mean, this is what it looks like to go for the the, the win. And, you know, the one I compare this, I shouldn't say compare. I, I, I think about when the Nats had that huge lead in the NL East and they were going into the playoffs and they decided to say, uh, Strasburg is on a, a on an innings limit and then he didn't pitch the rest of the year. And then it took them – how many years to get back to that level? Yep. When you have the chance to win it, you go and you win it because yep. your fans yep. will be happy. I and you buy yourself a couple years of support by winning that World Series. Yep. If you are just bad all the time, that's when people start fading. But I mean, the Orioles—they had two, three, four years of a pretty decently full stadium, not capacity, but I mean, there were people there when they had that that run because they're like, Ooh, they could do it. Chris Davis right. is going to come back and be that 50 home run guy again. Never happened, but like, at least you buy yourself some time because right. you're trying to do it. Right. No, I agree. It's going to be fun to watch. All right, let's move on to last call presented by progression brewery last call for the last podcast of the year. What do you got D I'm just going to say, welcome back NHL January 13th. We, uh, we'll be back at it. They got five games slate that night. Bruins are not part of it, but um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'll, I'll ease myself back in kind of like I'm doing with basketball right now, but you know, next couple of weeks, there'll be a little less football to talk about less teams, but you know, playoffs will be in full gear. So I won't be full bore NBA NHL, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to at least checking the scores. And if it's on catching a few, you know, 20 minutes or a period or something. No doubt. Um, I'm going to finish with sports. You know, when we started this podcast, there were no live sports, mm. you know, this, 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 I mean, not the smartest time to start a sports cast, podcast, let's be honest, but for the last nine months during COVID, you know, when we started this thing, we thought, you know, if sports come back, it's going to be that like one thing that we can turn to, right. The one thing that we can watch is sports betting for those who are deep into that stuff. Like, bring back sports, find a way to make it work. And, and it'll bring back a little sense of normalcy. Right. And for the most part, these, these leagues have been able to do it. Right. Um, the bubble for the NBA worked and for MLS baseball after kind of a, 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 a bit of a rough start, figured it out, got it together, had a great world series. Football has been Football, pretty much the way I figured football would handle it, act yeah. like nothing's wrong. But, you know, even though like people are getting COVID every day um, and basketball started again and hockey's about to start and soccer, you know, over in England has stand, fans back in the stands now because they're moving in the right direction. Like sports is, you know, been the thing that has one obviously kept us talking, but also, I don't know, been able to turn on live sports for the last six months has been really good because again, it, for probably and hopefully the only time in our lives, when we turned on the TV in March, in April, there were no live sports. And that's yeah. really weird to think about. Extremely weird. 
you know. So I'm glad we're back. I'm glad sports are, are, are is what it is, even though there aren't fans in the stands for most of these things. Let's keep it moving into 2021. Fuck 2020. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, I like it. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time in the new year with some more things to do. Peace.